This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth off of the left bank, 629 State and Street. Still have an opportunity to come out and, quite frankly, hang out with us, but also register for the Cowboys swag giveaways and the Cowboys Lions tickets being given away via Miller Lite. So Buffalo Wild Wings, it's over near 7th Street, 629 State and in Fort Worth. And right now, it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin. And we turn to our friend Kyle Yeomans from DallasCowboys.com. Kyle, how are we doing today, man? Doing fantastic. How's Fort Worth treating you guys? Oh, it's always great in Fort Worth. It always is. I was out here uh, over yeah. the weekend, had a fantastic time. It's true. Was I escorted out of a place? Probably. What? Well, I'll t- tell you that story later. Oh, my goodness. Well, Kyle. Corey, I mean, uh, Corey, I would have I helped you out of that situation <laughs> if I would have only gotten an invite. I don't. I, Kevin, <laughs> did you get your invite? I did not. Very, uh, very uh, rarely do I. I took my wife, my brother-in-law, and my sister. So we. Uh, I we, know all of those people. Yeah, I, yeah, it's my fault. It is my fault. Kyle, I have a. Do you have a big announcement to tell everybody? A big, a big announcement. Oh, do, does he? Yeah, I just saw. What? I just saw a post on Twitter about about <laughs> oh, your triplets. The, okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't know if, if there was something else I was missing. I, I mean, I didn't nope. know. I thought you were going to tell uh, us yeah. that Tyron and Zach Martin were both good to go. <laughs> so don't worry about <laughs> it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, wait, is this a Cowboys question? I, I was trying to search <laughs> for it, but yeah. My uh, my wife and I, who are expecting triplets, natural born triplets, uh, we we found out that there are two boys and a girl. So really, that really excited is about that. Delightful, lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely. Just hey, remember this: Col- Col- Colby always told me, "Boys break your stuff, girls break your heart." So that's mm. the way that we look at it. So and that's that's rung true with my boys and my daughter. Hey, that, that, I'm. I can already see it because even even now I feel myself like getting overly defensive. I've always always <laughs> wanted to be a girl dad and, and honestly it's because of my dad. Like my dad's always been so great with my sister and I've always just kind of seen that and he's been such a great role model for me that like having having that sort of relationship has always been really cool. And I've got a I've got a great father in law too. Like my wife's dad is, is he's become one of my closest confidants and somebody that I can really rely on too. So that, that relationship is going to be so much fun, but then also having the, the two identical boys, I don't want to call them twins because they're triplets with the, with the girl involved, but having the identical boys and then having the, the princess girl is going to be just a blast. So we're excited. We're, we're happy that it's a split. Uh, so that way we get the experience of both. And then uh, she's got two built in bodyguards already. So excited about that for the future. 
Can Congratulations, you give, man. Yeah, absolutely. And can you give us your radio-friendly version of your reaction when you found out you were going to have triplets? <laughs> that, honestly, the laugh that I just had was a pretty accurate description. I mean, so one of the things that, that I love about my relationship with my wife is we love to laugh. We love to just have fun, and, and she's got such a great sense of humor. When we were in the, we were in the doctor's office, and I was I was kind of filming – like with my phone just off to the side, the first heartbeat. So you get like that first moment of the heartbeat and get to, get to hear it for the first time. And we're, we're excited and you get to hear it and it's emotional. And so I turned the phone off after hearing the heartbeat thinking, all right, cool. Got it. Like for, there's the first time, like how cool was that? And then all of a sudden they move over and they're like, okay, there's a, there's a second one in here. And we're like, wow. Okay. Twins like heart starts beating a little bit more. You got kind of get a little bit more excited and you're like, wow, that's, a little bit more than we bargained for, but great. Like, that's really cool. And then she moves over a little more, and she, she's like, and is this a, is this a third one Don't that mind. I see? And I, I said, uh, oh, <laughs> nice one, goodness. Doc. Like, great, great joke. Like, well done. Got it. Done. Cool. Got us. Uh, no. And she was, she was like, I, I'm serious. Uh, this is the third one that, that's in there. And, I mean, they're all healthy to, to this point and would certainly appreciate any of the, the thoughts and prayers that, that you guys can pass along in the DFW Metroplex. But, uh, really excited about it, and, and like you said, there was a lot of laughter. It was like hysterical laughing in the room whenever we found out, but it was a really cool moment. <laughs> that makes Man, congratulations, awesome, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely appreciate you being able to share all of that with us. Yeah. I, I, I realize that some people will say two of those three games were against the Jets, and I get that, but <laughs> in, the last, in the last five weeks, the Dolphins have had three games – in which they've held their opponent to less than 40 yards rushing. So as, mm-hmm. much as, we, as much as we talk about the explosive plays on offense and Chubb and everything like that, what about their run defense? No, I think they're legitimate. And it, it starts in the middle uh, with guys like Wilkins on the inside. And, yeah. and, and, uh, and they've, of course, I mean, Chubb's a good run defender too. He, he's kind of their equivalent of D-Law who, he, yes, he can rush the passer and he's had a phenomenal year off the edge. But a lot of what he does is help set the edge, and he's able to avoid guys getting to the outside, and, and it, they can stop the run. But the, I think the most underrated part, whenever you go and you watch the film of this Miami team, the un, most underrated part of their entire team is the interior of that defensive line. And that's that's why they're stopping the run. Yeah, it's against the Jets, like you said. There's there's a part of that. I mean, there's there's a reason why that number is 40 and not like 60 or 70. But let's not get it twisted. They can stop the run. They can limit you significantly if you're not careful. And uh, teams don't really run a ton of uh, a, a ton of play action because they don't want to allow a team that gets after the football as much as they do. They have the third highest pressure rate in the NFL. They don't they don't run a ton of play action because it's a long developing play, and they don't want teams or they don't want the Dolphins to get in the backfield. So these teams are abandoning that play action, which limits them in the run game too, because usually whenever it looks like a run, it is a run instead of having that little change up to keep a team on their heels. So I'm I'm interested to see how Dallas combats that because Dallas wants to run a a bunch of play action. They've run the fifth most play action in the NFL this season. So uh, they want to use that to their advantage. and, And Dak Prescott is at his best whenever they do run that play action. So Without it, it's going to be interesting to see how they combat what that, that front seven of the Dolphins brings. You know, Jerry, was uh, he seemed very 
uh, no when it came to moving Micah around a little bit yeah. more. And I don't know if you listen to Broadus a lot this week, but Broadus has kind of been like, look, I've been watching that Green Bay tape, and there are some moments where I'm like, okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. What are your thoughts on where you put him on the field? Because it's just they need, a, they need help in a certain spot. Yeah, it, it's, it's based off of need more than it is off of uh, off of a, just a want with Getting Michael Parsons. Out, yeah. I, I don't want to take him away from what he does best unless it's the last case scenario. And I don't think we're there yet. If, if, you, if you get to a situation where Damone Clark or Marquise Bell or uh, Rashad Evans, like these guys – are unable to play at a high level or they, they go down and, and God forbid anything like that happen, then I'm okay with it because then it's a need. Then you have to do it. But just experimenting by putting him at the second level, he, he's, he's somebody that teams have to put game plan against and it allows for other guys to get open. I mean, look at what type of impact he has on a game in game out basis. I, I, I don't want to take him away from that. And I get what Broadus is saying. And I, I, I mean, he's got one of the best scouts in, in, in all 22 eyes in, in the Metroplex for a reason, but yep. it, it's not against what he can do at the second level. I'm sure Micah Parsons would be great at the second level. I just don't want to take him away what he does well now and what he does great now, because he's, he's capable. He's very capable of being at the second level I just don't want him there because I would rather him be off the edge and keeping teams off balance up front. What Raheem Mostert is good at is scoring touchdowns. Yeah. He has more yeah. touchdowns this season than he had in his first eight seasons combined. Broke? Oh, no. We at least we, have at least we one have Dolphins, Dolphins fan, fan here. here. He broke He's very vocal. Ricky Williams' <laughs> team record for most rushing touchdowns. He broke Mark Clayton's record for most total touchdowns in a season. Mm. What, what do you think, aside from like a higher usage rate, which I realize is a huge part of this, what have you seen from yeah. Mostert this year that has been particularly effective? I think they've trusted him more. That's, that's the one word outside of speed that I see with this, this Dolphins offense. And they've, they've always had speed. I mean, the, since, they've dra- or since they traded for Tyreek Hill, since they drafted Jalen Waddell, they, they've had that, that team speed that they can rely on but now, now I see a trust in the system, a buy-in from this offense. And, and yeah, having, having Devin Achan uh, in there at, at the running back position is significant. Having Mostert in there at the running back position is, is significant. I think they play off of each other well, and they play off of what defenses have to do to slow down Waddle and Hill. And it opens up the run game. And uh, they, they run play action, uh, like I said about Dallas initially and how much Dallas wants to run play action, they do it more than Dallas does. So I think with those two things playing off of one another, that's what makes him successful because teams are so worried about trying to take away Tyree Kill and putting these, these two, two high safety looks over the top to bring that shell that everything is open underneath. And whenever you put a two high safety look, it takes a guy away from the run defense. It takes a guy away that could possibly try and come into the box and slow things down. Uh, as a safety or as a linebacker or whoever you wanted to end up putting it put back there. So if, and that's really been the look that has been shown to Miami the most this year is two high safeties, whether it's cover two or cover four, and it allows for teams to run the football or allows for Miami specifically rather to run the football. And most it's been a huge part of that. 
I think we all understand why Tyreek Hill gets so much attention and all the accolades. Yeah. It feels like at times people forget just how good Waddle is. And I think you saw yeah. last week how good he is. This is somebody that I feel like for a lot of teams could potentially be a number one wide receiver. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he had 142 yards last week, right? And that was really the first time that he's been featured without Tyreek Hill this year. Yep. Uh, and, and he's had a career gear. He's, he's knocking on the door of 1,000 yards. He only has the four the four touchdowns this year, which I think is a bit odd. I, I thought he would maybe have more red zone presence. And maybe that's something that Miami has yet to unlock. But I, I think at some point they possibly could. Uh, I mean, you look at the best wide receivers in the NFL since the start of the 2022 season, you would probably say, okay, Tyree kills one of those. Jamar Chase is, is up there. Cooper cup, CD uh, lamb. lamb. I mean, name, name the guys. Jalen Waddell may not be in your head at the top of the list, but he's eighth in the NFL in receiving yards since the beginning of last season. So he continues to put up big numbers. He continues to have that, that level of, uh, of production. And that's another credit to, to Mike McDaniels and the way that he continues to, to utilize some of these weapons on the outside. They've done so not just with Tyree, but with Waddell in there as well. What are you expecting with uh, Jalen Ramsey? Is he going to try and take uh, CeeDee Lamb out of this game, or are they going to try and a different approach here? Yeah, I, I, they've had some fun battles in the past. Whenever he was with the Rams and CeeDee mm-hmm. was first kind of getting into the league and starting to, to make an impact, I, I just knowing the competitive nature of Jalen Ramsey, I would be shocked if he's not wanting to travel with CeeDee because he'll travel – with those top receivers in the NFL. He doesn't travel all the time, but he will move around if, if it's a top receiver and you want to try and slow him down. And, and he has that competitive nature. He's one of the best trash talkers in the league. He's still fundamentally sound. He's still very athletic. Uh, I'm excited. I, I hope we get that matchup, to be honest. I, I hope it's Jalen Ramsey versus CeeDee Lamb, and I think it may have a good chance of being so just because he's, he's that competitive that he wants to, to go up against the best. Yeah, and Mike McDaniel seems to really love having that in his pocket. He likes to have that cornerback yeah. like that. He, you know, that's one of the things I saw Kevin on the Hard Knocks thing was he was like, "Look, I got tired of trying to throw against him all the time, so I went ahead and traded for him." Hey, it's great that you love the <laughs> Dolphins, Corey. Thanks a lot. What What is our offensive line going to look like when the game starts on Sunday? Mm, that is the question of the week, in my opinion. Uh, and I, it feels I like think... it's not trending in a great direction. No. I, I, Maybe, maybe depending on on which one you feel like is more more imperative. And we had this conversation on our podcast this morning with with the Talking Cowboys crew. But we we asked the question: Who would you rather have available if you could only choose one? Zach Martin at right guard or Tyron Smith at left tackle? Because that might be the scenario where that is you only get one or two back. And, I mean, it was kind of a split decision just based off of, okay, maybe the guy behind them, who's, how big of a drop-off is it from, from Martin to T.J. Bass or from Smith to, to Chuma Adoga. And it was kind of a split decision among the crew. And then we got an update from Mike McCarthy on the conference call about 30 minutes ago uh, where Tyron did not participate in the walkthrough today and yeah. Zach Martin did. So okay. if Zach Martin's out there today that that puts confidence in what he's able to do 
on Sunday. I, I think we'll see Zach Martin in the game just based off of my my own intuition, just looking at the, the injury report. But if Tyron Smith is not out there today, I don't know how much stock you can put into that, but it is uh, maybe a little bit of a, a raised concern. So I think if, if I had to, to really look at it right now, I think you're putting Chuma Adoga, uh, Chuma Adoga at left tackle, and that's the only change this week. It'll be Zach Martin at right guard. But, uh, yeah, if, if neither one go, I, I think that would be a, a huge knock against this front seven and just how talented they are both inside and outside on that defensive line. Quick answer, Cowboys winning on Sunday? Uh, man, no. That's not I, a quick answer, not. Kyle. <laughs> I know. It's, it's not an easy answer. I, I don't think so. I think they drop this one. Wow. But I, I think they do rebound and they win in a big way next week against Detroit. But I think it's a close game, and I think the Cowboys fall in a tight one. I'll say like 34-30. All right. Appreciate the time very much. Good, sir. We'll catch up with you again later. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Y'all have fun. Yeah, Merry Christmas, man. Kyle Yeomans. The hater. The Cowboys right hater, as always. Kyle yeah. Yeomans. Yeah, we always <laughs> knew that he was uh, he's a hater. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.